This podcast covers all things health, your body, your brain, and your well-being. Each week, we'll be joined by doctors, as well as the occasional guest, to talk about the health topics that mean the most to you. Within the spinal cord, there are several different tracts. Grossly, they are divided into ascending and descending tracts. On the cross-section of the spinal cord, these tracts make up the white matter, named because of the whitish colour that the myelin around the axon gives. The grey matter is located centrally, comprising the ventral and dorsal horns. The ascending pathways are responsible for transporting information from the body. These are sensory tracts. We will colour these tracts in blue, and starting from the posterior column, also known as the dorsal column, we have the fasciculus cuneatus and fasciculus gracilis. These are responsible for fine touch or tactile sensation, vibration and proprioception. Fasciculus gracilis lies medially to fasciculus cuneatus, and the difference between the pathways is that signals from the lower limb, generally below T6, travel in the fasciculus gracilis, while signals from the upper limb, generally T6 and above, travel in the fasciculus cuneatus. You can remember this with the L in gracilis, reminding you of legs or lower limbs. These tracts run ipsilaterally through the spinal cord and decussate in the medulla of the brainstem. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly, Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least. Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast, for that real-life on-the-go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy, who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. Therefore, a spinal cord injury will lead to loss of ipsilateral fine touch, vibration, and proprioceptive sensation. Next up, we have the anterior spinothalamic and the lateral spinothalamic pathways. The anterior spinothalamic tract is responsible for crude touch and pressure, while the lateral spinothalamic tract is responsible for pain and temperature. In contrast to the dorsal column tracts, the anterolateral pathways decussate within the spinal cord and then travel up to the brain. This means that a lesion of the spinal cord will generally cause a contralateral loss of crude touch, pressure, pain and temperature sensation. This is not a 100% rule, however, as nerves entering the anterolateral pathways typically ascend one or two vertebral levels before they cross to the other side. Both the dorsal column and anterolateral pathways are involved in transmitting conscious sensation. The next tracts, the anterior and posterior spinocerebellar tracts, 
and the spinal olivary tract instead carry unconscious sensation. Specifically, they are involved in transmitting proprioceptive information of the lower limbs up to the cerebellum. In addition to these pathways, there are the cuneocerebellar and rostral spinocerebellar tracts that exist more superiorly. These carry the proprioceptive signals of the upper limbs and neck back to the cerebellum. Now we'll take a look at the descending pathways, the pathways responsible for muscle movement. First, we have the pyramidal tracts, which are the anterior and lateral corticospinal tracts. These carry signals down from the brain involved with voluntary movement of the limbs. The lateral corticospinal tract is comprised of decussated fibres, meaning if they originated from neurons in the left cerebral cortex, they will travel on the right side of the spinal cord. In contrast, the anterior corticospinal tract fibres do not decussate until they reach the spinal cord level which they innervate. This then leaves the four extrapyramidal tracts. First is the rubrospinal tract, providing contralateral innervation involved in fine motor control. Then we have the reticulospinal tracts, which include the medial reticulospinal tract, involved in facilitation of voluntary muscle contraction and increasing muscle tone, as well as the lateral reticulospinal tract, which inhibits voluntary movement, reduces muscle tone, and plays a role in automatic breathing. Next is the vestibulospinal tract, which helps control balance and posture, and the fourth tract is then the tectospinal tract, which is involved in the coordination of head movements with vision. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.